This is Madeline. And this is Cami. And you're listening to the Communities That Convert podcast. Episode number 41. So Cami, Instagram is burning it up with new features almost every week. It seems, right? Right. I mean, if you're not using Instagram regularly, you really do need to get started. I'm talking to myself here. It is so lit. By the way, my my son's going to really laugh at me when I, he hears that. <laughs> <laughs> Using the word lit. <laughs> Welcome to the Communities That Convert podcast with Madeline Sklar and Cami Hoiza. In this podcast, you will learn how to build a tribe of raving fans. You will hear tips, ideas, and advice you can use right now on how to grow your own community and provide value that inspires them to take action. Are you ready to get started? This episode is brought to you by the Communities That Convert Facebook group. Come join us in our private group because it's the place where we continue the conversation from here. All you have to do is go to Facebook and look up communities that convert and look for the groups, or you can go directly there at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash communities that convert. And be sure to use our secret word, action. Yeah, action. So I had so much fun putting this episode together with you, Madeline, because I love Instagram, but I'm going to be honest, I really haven't gotten the hang of it yet. I know I need to be doing it. I want to be doing it. When I'm in it, I'm enjoying it every time. So I enjoyed putting this episode together because there's a lot of cool stuff that I learned about Instagram and that I can't wait to share with everyone. Yeah, Instagram is a lot of fun and I don't spend enough time. I'll admit I I should spend more time. I try to. I try to stay, stay on top of all the new features. But yeah, we were just before recording here playing with a lot of these new features, especially the story features. And we were getting pretty meta with it and having fun. And I think that's what makes it so cool. They're fun features, right? Right. And it's just a fun platform. I mean, it's the kind of thing that you can have a lot of great times with. This The kind of fun that I feel like I used to have, say, with Twitter way back in the day when it first came out. So we want to share these with you. We think, you know, it's hard to keep on top of all of this. I have to do it for my company and all of the work that I do. I have a great team and I have some amazing people that are good at this Instagram. And so they do that for a lot of our clients. But it is my job to keep on top of the latest and the greatest for the features. So we're going to tell you about the new ones that are out there and also the ones we think might be coming up. Sound good? Sounds good. Let's do it. All right. You go first. So uh, first up is there's a new feature called resharing. Now, there have been some apps. Uh, there was a really cool app I used for years that allowed me to just reshare. I see a cool photo. I want to reshare it in my Instagram. Did you use Regram? Did you use yeah. Regram or something like that? I think it was called Regram. I'd have to go look for it. But yeah, I use Regram. Something like that. And uh, oh my gosh, Kami, I used to use it like every day. It was uh, so much fun to just basically, oh, repost. It was called Repost. Really cool. popular one. But now Instagram is saying that they're going to allow us to do this right in our account. So I haven't gotten this yet. I know it's still being rolled out. But if you run a public account, but you don't want to reshare the post, you can opt to turn it off in your app setting as well. But uh, this is a neat feature. I think this is like a retweet. 
right? It's basically yeah. a retweet. It is, except for it only shares it to your story. So you can't regram it onto your own timeline. Like, so you can't regram it back into your regular posts. So if you see something you like, what it'll do is it'll take that photo and turn it into a sticker and put it inside of your stories. And then you can write stuff around it. It tags the person supposedly, although the one that we tried to do, because I did do one, because I do have the feature at the moment because it's rolling out slowly. So not everybody has it. And I don't think Madeline got tagged on it. So you might have to go ahead and tag people if it doesn't do it automatically. But I did love the feature because it's a great way to kind of connect people more. Because one of the things I find difficult about Instagram anyway, is that whole issue of like not being able to really easily, I mean, you can tag each other, but that's it. You know what I'm saying? There's not this back and forth with the content and resharing and, and, you know, doing things. And like you said, you can go to the settings on your Instagram if you don't want people sharing any of your photos and their stories. And you can turn off people's ability to do it. So if you're the kind of person, say a photographer, you don't want people using your stuff, you don't want to see that happening, make sure you take that time to turn that piece off. Otherwise, you know, we can have a lot of fun with this. So yeah, it's a super cool feature. I think we're going to have a lot of fun with this. But if you still want to share individual photos you see in for your profile separate from stories, and you still want to use those third party apps we we're talking about. So next up, let's talk about all these fun camera features and stories. And one thing I do want to mention, though, as we're talking about stories, I still haven't mastered the ability of that perfect 15 second video. I always feel like I get cut off in mid sentence. Do you run into that, Cammie? Well, I mean, you know, I am a long form speaker. So yeah, I mean, it isn't easy. You do have to think about what you're going to say and make sure you're very clear and you just go for it. There's not a lot of waiting in this. And yeah, you have to really work on making it a coherent package, a soundbite, if you will. Yeah. If, if any of our listeners out there are like experts at the perfect 15 second video, hit us up because I would love to hear your tips. One thing I did find out is that there are, there are apps out there where you just record your whole video and it'll cut it up for you into the 15 second increments. And I found one called Storio. It seems to be pretty popular. I haven't tried it yet. But if there are any other tricks to this, let us know because it is challenging to uh, perfect the art of the perfect 15 second story without it cutting you off. So let's talk about these different types of features. Uh, why don't we go from left to right? Because when you open up stories, there's mm -hmm. so many now, right? I mean, yeah. I feel like we're being bombarded. It used to be you just opened it up and it was just like live, normal and boomerang. It was like three things. Now we start off with this new one called type. Have you played with that one yet, Cami? I have not, but I do think that it's a great thing to have because it can give you those screens between so that you can describe what you're talking about. So yes. um, when you're, especially when you're putting together a story, having like a blank screen with like some text on it or a sticker, or a few things like that can be super helpful. Also, we're going to talk about it and we might as well now, you can also put it into your highlights and it can become a cover page, if you will, for a highlight that you have. Yes. So we'll talk more about highlights later, but it's a really great way to tie your stories together. I think that may be a the best way to put it. I think it's a great use is tying your stories together. Sometimes it's just fun. It's just, you know, like, hi, how are you today? Like just to get people to respond and, and spark conversation. So I like playing with it. I think it's fun. You got different color schemes you can use, different 
font styles. So this one is fun. You can do a lot with it. Next up, live. Have you done any Instagram lives? Yeah, I have done a few of them and they've been really fun. I mean, I've done lives everywhere else. It seems Instagram is the one I should be thinking about doing more live on. Yeah. Um, I've done them on, obviously on Twitter every month. I do a live stream of social media breakfast. I've done them on Facebook. I've done them everywhere. So Instagram is great. Well, I guess I don't know how to handle on Instagram is the fact that they're not persistent, meaning you can't keep them forever. But now that you can actually save them into these highlights, you should be thinking about using lives a little bit more. Also, just to build that relationship with your the people that are following you and kind of make a community come together. I can kind of see how that would really help with the community building. What about you? Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. So Pat Flynn, who I'm a big fan of from, from Smart Passive Income, has been doing this really cool thing utilizing his Instagram live, he will set it up on a tripod facing him and just turn it on and go record his intros and outros for his Ask Pat podcast. And he does this as a community building tactic. And so what he's doing is encouraging people to ask questions. He's encouraging people to talk among themselves. He did it as an experiment, not knowing if anybody cared to watch him record intros and outros. It can be a little boring. And I caught the first one several weeks back. It was cool. It was fun. You felt like a fly on the wall. And it was a fun way to connect with other people in his community. And then a few weeks later, he did it again and said the response was so tremendous. He's like, you know, I think I'll make this a regular thing since you guys like it. So I experimented and tried it, Cami. About a week ago, I was recording an intro and an outro for my podcast, my Twitter Smarter Podcast. And I just turned it on and and said, Hey, I don't know if anybody, you know, cares, but I'm going to record my intro and outro for my podcast and a little behind the scenes and let me know what you think. And people liked it. I, I think people like that ability to be that fly on the wall, right? Like, like you get to watch something that's normally private. Yeah, no, definitely. I think that that's a really great way to manage all of that. So I, I love that people are using it for different kinds of things and trying different things. We talked about doing it for this too, and we totally forgot today, but uh, maybe we'll do it next time. But yeah, I mean, I really love just experimenting with these things. And I hope you guys will continue to also experiment and tell us how it works out for you too. So the next one over is... Uh, Well, next up would be just normal. And that's just doing your normal story. There's nothing fancy. It's just the normal. But of course, once you do your story, then you have the ability to click, there's a little sticker on on the iOS, there's a little sticker icon, which opens it up for location, mention, hashtag, you can do your current temperature, it'll just pick up the the temperature off of uh, the weather app on your phone. So like mine says 84 degrees, because that's how warm it is outside, it'll do the current time, it'll let you do a poll, a regular poll, a yes or no poll, or a slider poll, we'll talk about that in a moment. So you got all these cool features. I just recommend going in and playing with it. It's like, you'll be like a kid in the candy store, right? Because there's so many things, you'll just scroll down and there's just so much in there. So you can get really creative and have fun with it. I like simplicity though. So I try not, I'll do some little stories where I put some of that in there. I'll be walking my dog, Max, and I'll do the location. I'll do the temperature. I'll do the time. But if I'm just talking and just like sharing maybe some Twitter tips, I like to keep it real plain and simple. I don't want to clutter it up. 
with too much stuff in there. So I think experimenting is the best thing to do and find that sweet spot for you. Yeah, I agree completely. I kind of like things a little bit more classic myself. The next one over is Boomerang, which has been around for a long time at this point. I remember whenever it first came out, I don't know, it's been years ago now, but when it came out and it only came out on iOS and you know me, I'm the Android girl, just so you guys know. So we have both phones, which is kind of good for us because we actually can see what's going on across the entire spectrum. But now Boomerang is on there and I just love Boomerang. I've always think they're really fun. I mean, you can do some really fun things with Boomerang, but it gives you that little two second reel, I guess. Uh, It goes around and around, you know, it'll record two seconds and then just keep you know, looping it, I guess is the right way to put it. So I love Boomerang, but we don't want to spend too much time on it because hopefully you already know what that is. The next one over was Super Zoom, which Madeline hates and pretty much every teenager on the planet loves, I think. But now let me let me stop you real quick. Is that is that the next one up on your Android? Because on my iPhone, the next one up after Boomerang is Focus. Oh, focus is before it. Okay. So for me, it it was super zoom and then focus. Interesting. Okay. So we just want to point out there are a few little subtle differences between those of you on iOS, iPhone like me, and those on Android like Cami. It's really interesting because most other apps, you don't really see differences, right? They're pretty much the same. But it's interesting how Instagram is different. I think that they actually try different things on different platforms and move things around just to see how they work. That's interesting. It may not be the same next week as it is this week for you either. um, As far as the order. (laughs) It changes. Again, I love focus though. I love focus. Focus is our next. So let's get to focus because super zoom is really all it does is it zooms in on something and puts these stars and sort of colors around it. Um, it's very kiddish, I guess is the right way to put it, but it can be fun annoying. too. I mean, somebody who's, you may think it's annoying, but I there's some people annoying. that could use it. Okay, she finds it annoying, but you could use it in a very creative way. I'm just I, saying. I, I guess I'll say this. I guess I say annoying because I've yet to see see a creative way of it being used. I, okay, I, so you've now thrown the gauntlet down. I'll have to figure I've it out. I've thrown the gauntlet down. I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just don't care for it all that much. <laughs> <laughs> And so So focus, focus. let's talk about focus, your favorite. I love focus. So focus is the same if you have a newer iPhone, I think it's just for the plus where you have this portrait feature, which is super cool where it blurs out your- Very SLR. Yes, it is very SLR camera where it blurs out the background. And so what's great about Instagram, it doesn't matter if your phone doesn't have this feature you now have this feature. So it's called focus. So you'll notice in focus, whether you do it as a photo in stories, or you actually run it as your video, it will blur everything out around you. And and the reason for this, it makes you really stand out. And like you're really front and center in that video. And I love that. I think it's a great way to, to really pop on the screen. Oh, it also makes it look really professional. I mean, in a lot of ways, sure. because, you know, it gives you that professional feeling that you're getting a professional photography session, which is amazing inside of a, an app. So it's really fun. The next one is one that I just have to laugh at myself because it's hands-free. And honestly, I never knew you could do the videos in the stories hands-free. So I've always held the button. And yeah, so one of the, the ways you can get a 15-second clip out is use hands-free because it will free you up from one more mechanical thing that you have to deal with. You start it, you have a really specific message that you want to say. And oh, by the way, I'll give you one tip. Try to aim for 10 seconds and not 15. And then you won't run out of time. Just saying. That's just an old media trick we That's use for the media when we're, doing, sure. when we're doing um, sound bites for media. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, but sometimes it's hard to get everything out in 10 seconds. And then you're trying to push for that few extra seconds and it still gets challenging. I, I will admit, I, I will know. admit. So there you go. So those are all of the um, features in the in the camera part of stories. There's another one, rewind. Oh, rewind. That's right. I'm sorry. I missed that one. So that's kind of weird. You can record a video and then it will play the video backwards. So that's kind of interesting. I best for people that want to be creative. Yeah, you can be very creative with that. Like it can be really fun. Like if you're walking through a room and then you show yourself walking back out of the room. So you could, you could actually upload both videos. You see what I'm trying to say? You could do it twice mm-hmm. and then you could have a real fun, like walking in, walking out. It could be real fun for a story, for telling and, stories. And I also have another one. Tell me if you have this on your Android. The very last one is called Stop Motion. Do you have I that? do not have Stop Motion. Interesting. So Stop Motion is, is actually pretty cool. It takes like bursts of pictures. So you tap it, uh-huh. it takes a picture, and then you can like, so I, and then they'll string them all together. So it's kind of like photo booth, right? Like, like a photo booth style type of thing where, you know, you Ooh. got your different, you know, like, oh, let me pose, let me pose, let me pose. And then it'll string them all together, which is kind of cool. I played around with it a little bit and it, it can be fun. So there's a lot. I mean, the bottom line is here is there's a lot you can do now with stories. It's come a long way. Right. And moving away from the camera features, because I mean, there are a lot of amazing camera features, but also there are other features in stories. After you take the photo, for example, you have a number of things that you will get as an option at the very top of your screen for me are a sticker, a writing pin, and then some letters like an A, a a big A and a little A. And we found out today that the Android again and the iOS do these very differently. So um, we were talking about tagging. I wanted to tag Madeline. I'm like, how do you tag? And she said, you click on the sticker. And what do you do? You get something called mentions you have, right? Yeah, there, there's at mentions. So I can actually mention someone in it. And that is actually a really cool feature. I love that. So that way, when someone is watching the story and they see that, they can actually tap Normally you tap in a video, it goes to the next video. But if you tap directly on that at mention, it will actually show that person and you can click again and then it goes to their profile. Super so cool. So that's a cool way to also say, hey, like a follow Friday or something. You could say, hey, you should follow these people. We That actually is a really good idea. I don't know who's doing that. I'm sure somebody is. For the Android phone though, it doesn't quite work that way. You have to click on the, the little A and the big A and the little A and you actually have to type out at their name and it'll pull up their picture and then you click on their picture and it'll tag them that way. So it, it does the same thing. It just is a bit different in how it's executed on the different platforms, which I find, again, super interesting. They must have different teams working on the, app, the different apps. What do you think? Oh, I'm sure they do. Because yeah. I mean, these are very robust features. Yeah. And, you know, there's there's also the drawing app, which, of course, you can get in there and, and just hand draw things and do some really amazing things. I've seen some people do some amazing photos and pictures and things like that using the little drawing app. You can like just make amazing works of art. I'm not that artistic, but uh, for that kind of thing, I mean, I am on some things, but not this. And so like somebody like a Mike Metzler is who I call to help me with those kinds of things. So yeah, really cool. And then I think our next thing is slider poles. Yeah. Let's talk about slider poles. Yeah. So that's the stickers. So when you go to the stickers, there's a lot of cool things in the stickers. And one of them that we've really kind of, that is very new, by the way, 
that they just got came out with was called a slider poll where you can put a poll on your story, like a yes or no question, or, you know, just it's a one or the other kind of thing, right? Yeah, it's it's really cool. It's very basic, but it's just a yes or no. So or or an either or kind of thing. So you can put in whatever you want. You can, you know, say, you know, I mean, I just do the yes and no because that's super simple and easy. But you can also just it's got to be an either or you're you can have two responses. That's it Mm -hmm. as your choices. Uh, Do you like chocolate or vanilla ice cream? That kind of thing. Right. They let you type in there because it defaults to a yes or no, but you don't get much space. So you have to kind of yeah. play with it. And you can also just put emojis in there. That That's also, you know, which is your favorite and do one emoji and then do another emoji and let people click on their favorites. Uh, you can get super creative with it. Yeah. And it's also a great way to get that interaction and engagement going with people. Because I mean, that is one of the things right now with stories in order to respond to them, you kind of have to click on them and type something up or whatever. So it's one of those almost like a like button, if you will. Mm-hmm. So that's what I kind of like about polls. And also people always feel good when they're answering a question and they feel like they yes. see other, what other people said, because it shows them what the other people said too. So it's kind of fun. So there's a couple of other ones too. What, what were the other stickers? Oh, hashtags. So they have a hashtag sticker on this where you can click on the sticker and it pulls up the hashtag. And as you know, now Instagram has made hashtags whole category. So you can follow a hashtag on Instagram now um, when before you really couldn't even do that. So just know that you can do that as well. I think that's just a really interesting thing that's going on with hashtags. What do you think? Yeah, I really like that a lot that we have that feature in there. Because again, when you're you're doing that mention, you're doing the hashtag in this part in, in this little sticker section in stories, uh, when you're adding it, when people are watching it, they can tap on it and click on it versus normally you tap in a story and it goes to the next story. So, and one feature I want to m- mention in here, Kami, uh, is location. And let me tell you a oh, cool yeah. little trick I found with this. I heard about it. I tested it. It's super cool. You can put your location. So like I live, we both live in Houston, Texas, but I'm mm-hmm. also in a suburb. You're in a suburb. So when mine, when I click on location and it pulls up, it will show my neighborhood, it will show my suburb, it'll show Houston, I get lots of choices. And and that's just the actual city or area. They'll also do like, when we're at the social media breakfast of Houston, it'll do the restaurant there canopy, right? Like, so you have all this variety. Here's what I do as a cool trick. When I'm walking my dog Max, and that's a very generic kind of thing I'm doing, I will do the location of my of my suburb of Friendswood, Texas. And what this will do is give you the ability to, by doing this, that people in that area have oh. the ability to see it. Okay. So when I'm looking at my views, at my stats, it, the numbers can inflate because not only is it the individual people that are your followers, but now there's this subset in there of like, it'll say Friendswood, Texas, 20 views. And you can click on that and see who are the viewers in there. So by putting location is pushing it out to that area. So if people are searching for stories in that location, they could possibly see it. So here's something you may have noticed. You're looking at someone's story and you see real small in the corner. It looks like they have a location, but why is it tiny? Well, if you don't want to make the location a big part of your story, like, you know, if I'm walking my dog, sure, I want people to see Friendswood, Texas. 
and the added bonus is that, hey, people in, in Friends with Texas will, will see it. But if it's not really a priority that you see that, shrink it up as small as you can. And it's still going to go out to people in that area, but people don't necessarily need to see it in your story. Does that make sense? I see what you're saying. So it's like you can get the benefit without it being like cluttering up the screen exactly. or even being a huge feature of that particular photo. Exactly. So I love that. That's a great one, especially when you're having events. I'm thinking about it for social media breakfast. It would be a really, really cool thing to do. So um, sure. let's just, yeah, let's just file that in the back of my head here. So kind of moving along because we've, man, we've got a lot of we, features we have to still go through. We've covered a lot. We've covered a lot and we, we've been chatting a while. So uh, yeah. yeah. So what else do we want to talk about? So I want to really go through these next ones very quickly. We're not going to talk about them a lot because they haven't launched yet. So we don't know if they actually will, but people have seen them being tested or they've seen hooks inside the code that shows that these things are probably coming. So I want you guys to know about them because I think some of them are very interesting. So keep your eyes peeled for these. Instagram has a hook inside of it where it's counting how much time you're spending in the app. So some people think that either a third-party vendor or Instagram itself will be able to hook into that API code or whatever and tell you how much time you're spending in the app, You know, which could be interesting, could be horrifying for some parents, I'm sure. <laughs> right. um, could be good, me, could be bad. <laughs> could be bad. So that's number one. Number two, Instagram is bursting into the online payment market, says one, one uh, headline. And I don't know if this is really going to happen, but PayPal and Facebook have been really thinking about working. I mean, PayPal is obviously a huge thing, but Facebook has rolled out payments on Instagram to a very limited number of people. So right now they're testing it with a specific market where people can buy things immediately. I don't know if you've seen the buy button on Instagram or on Facebook. I mean, on Instagram but you can just buy something directly mm -hmm. from there. So that is going to be interesting if that becomes a way for people to actually pay each other even. So I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know if, if they're going to do this just for businesses or what, but that ability to pay is going to come together at some point. And of course, that makes sense because Facebook already has the infrastructure to do it, right? They already have sure. that all set in. So I don't know what's going to happen, but I definitely think that you know, you want to watch out for that. Cause I think if, if they can roll payments into Instagram, you're going to see some real powerful things come out of that particular idea. Also, there's a bunch of features that they found, and I'm just going to kind of go through them real quickly. Could you help me with this too? Cause I've been talking for a minute. Do you want to start with muting users? Yeah. So muting users, I mean, there's like a whole laundry, laundry list of things Why don't you here. Just read the laundry list. And yeah, we'll I'm going to read the list. I'm going to read the list. We also will have links in the show notes. We have a, this is an article in Mashable, Mashable talking about these features, mute users, tagging Facebook, video calling, slow-mo, calendar view for stories where, where actually I have this. It's interesting. You can archive there's like this little clock icon is an archive in your profile page of your stories. I didn't know that this was available, Cami, until you mentioned it to me today. So that's a super cool feature. So some of these have come out. Some of them were still waiting on floating emoji reactions during stories. Yeah. So you, you know how whenever you're on Facebook and maybe you're doing a live and people like start to you know, give you little happy faces or likes yes. or whatever, and they float over your screen, uh -huh. they, they may bring that also over to the Instagram experience as well. Muting users is another one that I think you said at the beginning that I think people might really enjoy. 
So we talked about being able to reshare people's photos onto your stories. And you do that with the little airplane icon in the regular store in the regular feed. So if you see a feed, a photo go by that you like, you can click on the airplane and it'll give you a number of options. They think that eventually they're going to add a mute users there. So say you have a friend that maybe posts a little bit too many times on Instagram, you'll be able to mute their content and you can unmute them later without them even knowing you did it. So you don't have to unfriend them and cause a big, you know, like on Twitter, because Twitter allows you yeah. to mute someone without yes. unfollowing. So that'll yes. be a nice feature to have for so. the times where that comes up. Yeah. I mean, sometimes if somebody's at a conference or whatever, you may just want to mute them for a few minutes and you can actually unmute them directly from their profile. So it's a real easy undo kind of thing. Video calling, I think, is a huge one because I mean, inside of the direct messaging area, they're thinking about adding video calling so you can call your friends back and forth. And maybe you can already do some of that. But the video calling is a huge part of it. Slow-mo, calendar view for stories, which we talked about already, and the floating emoji. So these are things that are coming. Again, we have that Mashable article. You can go back and read about them in detail there because they haven't quite gotten there. I think we want to end on highlights, though, because highlights are not something that's coming. There's something that's there now that I think people are underutilizing. What do you think about that? I think so. Highlights is it's fairly new, but it's the ability to really spotlight some of your stories. And so number one, you're spotlighting it so it doesn't go away. But number two, it takes it out of that 24 hour place. You know, when you're doing, it's just like Snapchat, you do a story, 24 hours is gone and like poof, gone forever. And this is a way for it to live on. But you really want to be your good content. You don't want to just put stuff in a highlight just to do it. Because when people go to your profile, they'll see the different highlights you have. And we're all starting to expect like, hey, this is like the best of the best. So don't, you know, I don't want to go there to see crap. I want to see your good stuff. And if it's not good stuff, I may not come back to your Instagram. So, you know, it's just a great way to spotlight the best of the best. And so we've been playing around with it, Cami, right? So we got yeah. some stuff in there. We want everybody to go check out because as we were putting this episode together, as we mentioned at the beginning here, we were getting very meta. We were playing with these features and we decided we were making stories and we want you all to see so you can see firsthand what these different features are. So if you go to our profiles, mine's at Madeline Sklar, yours is at Kami Chat, you're going to see these highlights we've been playing with, CTC Podcast. Yes, for CTC podcast. And so go on over there and we'll show you kind of what we mean. You just, you'll see them on our profile pages. There'll be a little round circle and it'll say communities that convert podcast or CTC podcast. You'll see it in a little circle. If you click on it, there'll be some highlights about the podcast, about this stuff we're talking about today. So we hope you go over there and look at it so that you can learn how to do it too. Not because it's some great thing, but because we want you to be able to use these things to your best ability. So I think we need to close it down at that. I know we've we've been talking a long time. So that's your call to action. We want you all to go over to our Instagram profiles, go check out our highlights, the CTC podcast, you'll laugh, you'll enjoy it. We had a lot of fun making these today. Plus anytime that we're promoting the podcast, we're going to get in the habit of putting that story into that particular highlight. We do want to also mention that be sure to go back to episode 31. We talked about monetizing Instagram with Sue B. Zimmerman. She shared amazing tips in that episode. So since we're talking about Instagram today, 
If you have not heard that episode, go back to episode 31. She does not disappoint. Sue Zimmerman is amazing. She's actually the expert on this. So we're definitely referring you back to her. And we learned a lot of this from her actually during our episode with her. So please go back and listen to her. She has a really great section about highlights in a lot more depth than we just did about exactly why it's important. So we're really glad that you guys join us every week. And thank you very much. We'll be talking to you next week. We'll see you then. Take care, everybody. Bye. Hey, this is Madeline. And I want to let you know, you can connect with us on our website at communitiesthatconvert.com. You can get all the information in the show notes for this episode. And we also encourage you to visit us on our Twitter profiles. You can reach out to me at Madeline Sklar. That's spelled M-A-D-A-L-Y-N-S-K-L-A-R. And also to Cammie. Her Twitter handle is at CamiChat, and that's spelled K-A-M-I-C-H-A-T. We look forward to hearing from you. Thanks for listening to the Communities That Convert podcast with Madeline Sklar and Cami Hoiza, where you learn how to build a tribe of raving fans. Stay in touch with Madeline and Cammie through their website at communitiesthatconvert.com. Communities That Convert.